Welcome to the anointed teaching preached at Church 316, the youth arm of the Fountain of Life Church. We hope that you be blessed as you listen to this message. Good morning, Church 316. Okay. Um just have limited time. I'm going to be sharing briefly on, uh, my topic today is dwelling. And yes, dwelling. And pretty much what I'm just going to be talking about is how in this glory season, God requires dwellers. And from the beginning of the service, we've been reading a lot of Psalm 91. So I want us to just open um, our Bibles to Psalm 91. We're not going to read the whole chapter, but just um, some verses. So let's take a look at message version, please. Please let's open our Bibles to Psalm 91, the message version. If you're there, say amen. Okay, can someone please read? Message version, Psalm 91. Thank you. Psalm 91. Yes, please. He will sit sit down in the high God's presence, spend the night in, in Shaddai's shadow. Say this, God, you are my refuge. I trust in you and I am safe. That's right. He rescues you from hidden traps, shields you from deadly hazards. His huge, outstretched arms protect you. Under them, you are perfectly safe. His arms fedding off all harm. Fear not, nothing, not wild wolves in the night, not flying arrows in the day, not disease that plows through the darkness, not disaster that erupts at noon night. Even though others succumb all all around, drop like flies right and left, no arm will even graze you. You will stand untouched. Watch it all from a distance. Watch the darkness turn, watch the wicked turn into corpses. Yes, because God's your refuge. The eye God, your very own. Evil can't get close to you. Harm can't get through the door. He ordered his angels to guard you wherever you go. If you stumble, they'll catch you. Their job is to keep you from, f- from falling. You walk unharmed among lions and snakes and kick young lions and serpents from the path. If you hold on to me for dear life, says God, I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care if only you get to know and trust me. Call me and I'll answer. I'll be at your side in bad times. I'll rescue you, then throw you a party, and I'll give you long life, give you a long drink of salvation. So my focus is on verse 1. I think verse 7, verse 14, and verse 14 to 16, which says, you who sit down in God's presence. Remember I said we're talking about dwellers. You who sit down in God's presence. Then there's another verse that says, yes, because God is your refuge. The high God, your very home. If you hold on to me for dear life, says God, I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care. If only... You get to know and trust me. So the key word here, if only you get to know and trust. So the thing is, you have to first know. You have to first know. A lot of us were just, 
our relationship with God is like a gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah. But God is saying, how can they even trust me when they don't even know me? Some of you don't even say hi to the Holy Spirit. Like, are you guys fighting? Like, how can you even trust? Can you trust a stranger? For some of us, God, the Holy Spirit, more or less like a stranger to us. Some of us are casual friends who only seek to benefit from God. Now, let's bring it down to our day and age. If God was like our friend and the one who was always giving to us, and you on the other end, you are friend B, God has every right to say in millennial and Gen Z language, my guy, you need to show love at all. Yes, we know God as God the provider. We know God as God the healer. We know God as God our redeemer. We know God as God our banner. We know God as God our sustainer, our keeper. But how many of us can say that we know God as God our friend, as God our lover? I saw a quote somewhere that said or that says, let it not be said of me that the only thing I did in 2022 was use God to meet my needs. Yes, God will meet our needs. Yes, God is able to meet our needs. It has been said in the Bible that he will supply all our needs according to his riches in glory. It is not wrong to ask. It is not wrong to seek. There are many references in the Bible where we are admonished to knock and it will be given to us. Open, seek, find, and all of that. But people, it is glory season. There's room for more. We have to move from just using God to just meet our needs to doing other things. We have to move from just seeking his face, from just seeking his hands to seeking his face. Are you guys still here? Hallelujah. Okay. So pretty much there are other levels to be unlocked. For God's glory to be revealed, there needs to be dwellers. We cannot just... It's not magic. You have to dwell. And for you to dwell, you have to know him. For you to know him, you have to spend time. 2022 is not a year to just be casual about things. There's been many words, there's been many prophecies about us dwelling. I remember emerged last year when Minister Dunsi said, we are people, or sang rather, we are people of your presence. We will wait and we will stay. We will fix our gaze on you, Jesus. We will wait and we will stay. And he also said something about it takes time to host the presence of God. It takes time for you to get to that point. You have to stay. You have to dwell. For this glory season, you have to dwell. And even as we fast, and thankfully our theme for this year is God's revealing glory. Um, can we quickly take a look at our theme scripture for the year? 2 Corinthians 3, 16 to 18. Okay, so I'll just read from, from, I think this is 16. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the spirit, and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflects the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. Now for this year, God's revealing glory. Keyword, reveal. Certain things cannot be revealed to you 
if you don't have access to a particular place. So for, for, for the glory to be revealed, you have to stay. You have to dwell. I just want to share what revealing means. So the dictionary meaning of revealing is to disclose, to divulge, to share the meaning of something that has been previously concealed or kept a secret. Now, the last part of, I think, verse 18 says, so all of, are we following? So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. Pretty much what that means is it is the Spirit of God that reveals. The Holy Spirit is the glory of the new covenant. So for this year... For the theme of this year to be made manifest, you have to dwell with the Holy Spirit. You have to make the Holy Spirit your partner. It is not just a year where you are dwelling just to God, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, good. But there is more. There are levels to be unlocked. For certain things to be revealed to you, you have to stay. You have to abide. You have to surrender. You have to stay yielded. And certain things can only be birthed in the place of his presence. We have to be intentional about Tapping into the technology of the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't know if we have some tech bros in the house. Tech bros. Tech bros. Tech bros say who? Ha. <laughs> tech bros in the house. Ha. I know we have some tech bros here. But anyways, yeah, so we have to tap into the technology of the Spirit. Now, I'm just going to make a reference to technology. No matter how fascinating technology is, if you do not activate it, it will not work. It will be there. You can have the best gadgets in the world. You can just keep them and let them follow. If you not turn them on, if you not turn the switch on, it will not work. The same way, the Holy Spirit is there, but we have to activate the technology of the Holy Spirit. We have to activate the person of the Holy Spirit. This year is a year of dwelling. Please, you have to dwell. Pastor Bissi was talking about how God, the Spirit, um, God is said to pour out his Spirit upon, uh, upon us. People will dream dreams. People will see visions. You have to dwell. It cannot just happen. You, hello, are you guys in the house? Yeah. So you have to dwell. It's a season of birthing with God. And you cannot just birth with God just casually. You cannot just, there are certain things that would happen that can only happen in the secret place. That can only happen from dwelling. Um, I would close with this. Uh, I think in first service, um, Pastor Akin said something and I wrote it down. He said, God speaks to those listening for a voice. He doesn't speak to casual visitors. You have to be yearning. You have to be willing, you know. You have to be willing to hear. You have to be willing to listen. We are arrows in God's hands. We should not be small. We should not go into the world and we are doing mediocre things. We should not go into the world and people will not know that. People should see the glory. People should, you should step you should go somewhere and people should know that, yes, you know, you are an apostle in the marketplace. We, not everybody will stand on the pulpit and preach. But your life, the things that you do, the, everything about you should reflect the glory. And like we said, it's glory season. And glory season will only happen with the dwellers. Glory season will happen 
with the dwellers. So as we go about our fast, as we go about our fellowship, let us dwell. Let us dwell. Let us engage the person of the Holy Spirit. And dwelling in the secret place doesn't mean that you just have to pray only in your bedroom or it's only when it's like a particular time. Dwell at all times. Dwell at all times. All season. Engage. Fellowship. Like sometimes, I think um was sharing one time about the Holy Spirit telling her not to wear crazy jeans one time. Not that the crazy jeans was bad though, but she was going to speak to somebody or something like that and the person had something against crazy jeans or something like that and she was going to minister to the person. But the point is, you have to dwell at all times. You have to be sensitive. You don't know what about you that God will use to reveal his glory part time. So you have to stay. You have to dwell. You have to fellowship. Hallelujah. Shall we rise? So, this morning, the summary of everything that I have come to say is that 316, we have been called to dwell. We have been called to be dwellers. I think Cave says dwellers, but we have been called to be dwellers. We have been called to stay. We are dwellers. Let's not stay with one leg in, one leg out. May our heart cry be to know him and to let him be known. So let's just pray. Let's ask God to help us. Let's ask God, let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us. Let's pray that the Spirit will make us more and more like him. That God's glory will be seen in our lives. Let's open our mouth and pray and say, God, let your glory be seen in my life. May not just be, may not just be casual about it. Holy Spirit, I welcome you into my 2022, into my dealings. May not just be about my needs, maybe about everything. Let your glory be seen in our lives, oh God. Let's invite the Holy Spirit. Let's partner with the Holy Spirit. That, our glory, that the glory of the Lord will be seen in our lives. That it will not be about us. But be the Holy Spirit that will activate certain things in our lives. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the grace to dwell in your presence every day of our lives. We give you all the glory for it. Help us be conscious of you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this message. For more information, please visit www.vchurch316.org. God bless you.